Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. <laughs> Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. Join your hosts, Grayson Jenkins and John Hammerly, as they dive deep into the world of football. Along with a special focus on the New Orleans Saints and the Green Bay Packers. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. And here we go, here we go! What's up guys, welcome to episode 3 of the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Today we got a special episode for you guys. We got a special guest, one of my good friends, all the way from Tennessee, diehard Giants fan, Jack Lish. Let's go. In the building, first guest ever on this podcast. What an honor. Uh, we got a good episode. We're going to talk. We're going to be talking Giants with Lish, um, some NFL news, and then we're going to break down. This is the first episode of many episodes breaking down uh, position groups for the upcoming drafts. Today we got QBs. Me and Jenks put together a list, top eight, and we're going to break it down for you guys. All right, let's hop right into the first segment. We get, we're talking Giants with Jack. First question I got to ask. You found your QB. You guys think you did. You paid him a big contract. What are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? Yeah. Listen, I've been, I've been a Daniel Jones guy from day one. As much as, you know, as much as people um, hating on him, I've always known he's got the talent. Um, was Is 40, $40 million a year a lot? 40 mil. That's a lot. Is he, I think he's, what, like the eighth highest big quarterback now? Um, but you got to pay to keep your guy. I mean, I, I personally don't think it's worth trying to draft a guy, especially when you got the 25th pick, I believe, in the yeah. draft. And um, when you got a guy that you think got it all, got the talent. I mean, he needs he needs talent around him. Like he doesn't he had no receivers this year. Offensive mm-hmm. line um, was shaky to say the least. And you put you put it together. You know, you put you put a bunch of pieces together. I think you can be really really uh, successful. Yeah, and so the contract's four years, one sixty, one hundred and sixty million dollars. So it's forty million a year, and I think it's the first two years are really guaranteed. So it's really kind of like a two-year contract. But mm-hmm. I mean, he deserves it, right? I mean, he got first playoff win, playoff appearance. So yeah, yeah, 
fix that. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, in my mind, I think Dable's a really good coach. I mean, he won Coach of the Year. Um, if Dable's on board, so am I. Yeah, I mean, you said no weapons, and they already got one for him. So they got Darren Waller. I think they signed Jamison Crowder today. You got any thoughts on yeah. on the new weapons? Um, I mean, I love I love the Waller pickup. I mean, he's he's injury prone and um, <laughs> he's getting older, I guess. But um, compared comparatively, for a third round pick and for what we have as a team, I mean, that's definitely a big upgrade of, over anything we have. Um, if you can give, you know half the production, you know, three quarters of the production they did when he was healthy in, uh, in Vegas. Um, it's a, a big pickup for us. Yeah. Crowder, you just added today. You yeah. bring back, Duke um, yeah, you bring back, um, Sterling, you bring back Slayton, um, you signed Paris Campbell. So when you look at it, it's like a lot of, it's a lot of like receiver twos. No one's really yeah. like that number one receiver, but I mean, the more, more weapons, the better, right? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think, plus, for some reason, it felt like our entire receiver core got hurt this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think m- mainly for depth, depth, we have a bunch of slots, uh, wide receiver twos. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're just missing that, that number one guy, and mm-hmm. hopefully that's what we're going to go for in the draft in the first or, first or second round. So speaking of having big off-seasons, getting mm-hmm. weapons, yep. getting better, Dallas Cowboys made some moves this offseason. Yeah. Brandon Cooks, Stephon Gilmore. Does it scare you? Scare. Did you I see, it, see, do- I see. As a, as a Giants fan, the Cowgirls never scare me. So I got I to put that out first. Um, you know, in my mind, you know, this is this is nothing new. Like when they had Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, like that, when they had that, you know, wide receiver, you know, juggernaut, we could say. Um, they were they were they were average to the best. And I don't I don't think Brandon Cooks is anything special. I think he's washed, honestly. Um, I think he you know he's been run out of a bunch of places at this point. And for a fifth and with well, a fifth and six round pick, I think um, that's not crazy. And it, it, it's the same thing with uh, with Gilmore. I mean, Gilmore was a phenomenal player what mm-hmm. five years ago. Um, he's you know getting towards the end of his career and slowing down. Yeah, the Cowboys are picking him up there. You know, like. I'm sure. I'm sure it's it's definitely an upgrade of what they had before, but mm-hmm. you know, nothing, so I know it's. Of. I know it's early in the off season, but like, yeah, with all the moves, like, how do you think you stack up in the division? Would you go two? Or are you still staying at three? <sighs> That's tough. Because um, Philly lost a lot, but they also brought back a lot, like a lot more than yeah. you think. Because I didn't think anyone was gonna. I didn't think anyone was thinking they were gonna bring back Bradbury and Slay. And they did. They have, yeah, they got both. Um, See, personally, Philly's extremely talented team. Um, can, do I personally think they can replicate what they did last year? I don't think they're that. Like, see, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest Jalen Hurts guy. And, really? Yeah, and you know, Why? He, see, he he he's he, he's a he's a football player, which is like he's got like the it factor, which is something that you can't teach, yeah. which is which is which is special. Um, but at the end of the day, if, if I need a game-winning drive, I need him to like step up and make Aaron Rodgers type plays. I don't, I don't see Jalen Hurts as a quarterback more like, per se, um, being able to do that consistently. And if he's surrounded by a team like Philly was last year, um, <laughs> I think that's what elevated him to the next level. But I'm not the 
I'm I'm not sitting there being like, oh, like Jalen Hurts is Patrick Mahomes because I don't think it's even close. Hot take, hot take. So you're you know? saying it's like like he's Lamar Jackson, almost like more of a rush like rushing threat and not as much of a passing threat quarterback, or is it just the talent around him? No, I mean I think the talent around him definitely elevated him to um, a new level this year for sure, but. I mean, go, going in, Jalen Hurts has accomplished more than I expected him to from the start. Like, I, I didn't think he was, yeah. I didn't think he was an NFL quarterback yeah. um, mm-hmm. at first, but um, like, for, like I think you you put a Lamar Jackson on that on that Eagles team this year, and I think they're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I agree with that. I think Lamar Jackson's better than Jalen yeah. Hurts, one hundred percent, and mm-hmm. in skill set wise. Yeah. Um, since, since you mentioned it earlier, since mm-hmm. receiver was kind of a subject, um, in the draft for the giants, what positions do you think they go for? And then what players do you think on your mind do you think they go for? Sure. Uh, 25's tough. Like we're picking 25th. Um, it's that like end of first round, early, early second round range, um, where it depends a lot on what goes before you. Cause there's so, there's so many picks. Who's going to trade up? Who's going to do what? Um, I would love to get a receiver around one, personally. Um, I mean, obviously, JSN, uh, Smith, uh, Najigwa. Um, yeah. I don't think he's going to be there 25. I don't expect him to be he's there 25. Um, I mean, like, I think I think he's, he's a special talent, even though he, mm-hmm. even though he's coming off an injury. You know, who knows? But I think he's special. Um, you know, we we got a guy here at Tennessee, uh, Jalen Hyatt, who I think, I mean, he's, he's a speed guy. Is he a true number one receiver? I don't know. Um, but like you put him as in, in the right system, he, he can be, he can be super dangerous like here at Tennessee. I mean, he was he runs right past guys. Like he's got, he's got a special twitch, but special, special type of speed. Um, for the Giants, is that what they need? I don't know. Like who I would love would be a guy like, um, Quentin, Quentin Johnson from Quentin uh, Johnson. Yeah. From PCU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big receiver goes up, makes big time plays. You know, he's a guy mm-hmm. that we thought Ken, Kenny Galladay would be. I think, mm-hmm. I think I think they're very similar in comparison. When, Ken, when Kenny Galladay was good on the mm-hmm. Lions, um, so a guy like that, I would love. Um, other things, I mean, we need um, especially interior offensive line. Um, I, I, I they've I, I saw a few mock drafts. I haven't honestly thought been super update with that, but um, I know that they've been projecting guards and centers um, that we could definitely use. I mean, Andrew Thomas left tackle. You know, he, he was really good this year. Uh, Evan Neal was shaky. But, you know, we drafted his first round last year. Top 10 pick. You know, you expect him to step up year two. So. Yeah, he's only going to get better. Yeah, and that's like offense and offensive line of receivers. I mean, you can never have enough of them, right? For sure. Yeah. Like, and the, it, kid from, yeah. like the kid from TCU, who you said fits the Kenny Galladay build. That's yeah. Like big for you guys because you guys have a lot of small receivers. We do. Yeah, we have you a, know, so you get you get that big body outside, it makes a difference. Yeah, we we have a bunch of slot guys. Um, defensively, I, I mean, we did, we just signed um, linebacker uh, Bobby. I can't even say his last name. Bobby O from oh. um, from the Colts. Um, yeah. So I mean, you expect you expect them to be, to be the Mike, which we needed bad after we cut um, what was his name, Blake uh, Blake Martinez. Martinez, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we can still use linebackers for sure. Good defensive line, yeah. good linebackers. I mean, and, and we need that 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 cornerback one. Cornerbacks, um, yeah, this, definitely this an cor- issue for us this year. This cornerback draft is definitely stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I mean, 
I could definitely see that for the Giants round one, taking a corner. Yeah, I mean they're gonna fall. We have we have enough needs where it's you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm open to a lot. Open to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and receiver receivers really stacked in this draft. Like the top three rounds, there's receivers throughout. So yeah. if you guys pick one, you guys will be all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think it's important to set Daniel after you give him a contract like that. Set Daniel, set Daniel, yeah, set Daniel Jones up for for success. So uh, wide receiver one, yeah. I think it's very important. Without a doubt. All right, jumping into our next segment, we're going to do a recap, basically, of the NFL news happening over the last few days. And first off, we have Zeke, who just announced his top three teams, uh, which are going to be Cincinnati. New York Jets and Philadelphia. Uh, personally, I don't think Cincinnati or the Jets are a good spot for him. I think Philly could be a nice spot where he would fit in, but I think, you know, I think Cincinnati already has Joe Mixon. New- the Jets already have Brees Hall, so I don't really see him fitting in there as a back as well as he does in Philly, where he could be the top guy over Boston Scott when out that running back uh, battle. So we'll see where he goes. Yeah, I mean, it depends. In this in the NFL today, it's like you need everyone kind of plays with two running backs, right? You got the receiver, you got the speed guy, and you got the power guy. So I think it depends what kind of role Zeke wants, because that would be a good combo him and Mixon, because P. Ryan just went to the Broncos, or you know him and Brees Hall. That would be a good combo. It's just I think it's about what kind of role does Zeke want? You know what's what stage in his career is it? You know. Like, does he want to be the number one back, the lead back? Does he just want to be the power back? Do want go in for goal line, get his touchdowns like Jamal Williams? I don't know. I mean, I like, but out of those teams, I mean, I like Philly. That makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, I think gets, I think Zeke's at, at this stage of his career, he's not definitely not a number one guy. Um, yeah. You know, he he took, he took a beating in Dallas. He's a power guy, but I think he can be he can be a good compliment to to a to a legit number one running back. Mm-hmm. So the other news about the Jets, you know, they're on Zeke a little bit. There's a big trade that went down, Elijah Moore. Um, trade, they sent him and a third-round pick to the Browns for a second-round pick. I think this trade says a lot, especially with the Aaron Rodgers stuff going around. It's like, all right, now they loaded back, you know, they loaded on, on picks. So it's like, so now they have three picks in the top 50. So now it's like, hey, you got those two second rounds. Do you want to give the first down to Green Bay? Or you want to hold on to that person like, hey, he was two seconds. Are you going to get one of those seconds? So, I mean, this trade says a lot about the Rodgers deal, and it affects it a lot, and it's going to be interesting. And I know a lot of Packer fans want Elijah Moore in that trade, so that kind of sucks. But the trade, but you know, the draft picks now, it makes it really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think Moore, not that he where like his stay wasn't. I don't know. There were, I think there's a lot of a lot of button heads in, in in New York, so I think that it was. He did not like it. There. Yeah, it definitely didn't didn't that. get along well with with Wilson. No. So um, he was. If, if you're gonna move, if you're gonna move a guy out, I think he was. He was definitely the guy. Mm-hmm. So I like the deal for the Jets. Yeah, Aaron so, Rodgers, the Jets. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming now. Another weapon might be coming as well. They got Odell. Thinking about signing there. Um, big talks today about Odell wanting to sense. sign. Um, but they just signed Lazard, you know. They have Garrett Wilson already. They have weapons. So bringing in OBJ was kind of already that Lazard kind of build as a... Didn't they, and they just got someone else too, right? Nicole... 
Oh yeah, Keel, Hardman, Nicole Hardman. Hardman, right? Yeah, so they yeah. already have the weapons. I I don't see him getting the money that he wants, or necessarily the targets. I don't see him being yeah, a number role. one, maybe even a number two guy there. So unless he wants to be a depth guy, um, I don't see it as a good fit. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. He wants like he wants like fifteen mil a year. It doesn't make. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they're working out. I don't know. They're gonna. The Jets are giving Aaron Rodgers the Brady treatment, right? Like yeah, at Tampa. He puts his finger on a player. That's who he's gonna get. Nice. It worked there, didn't it? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Jets doing doing uh doing what the doing what the Packers oh. could never do. Jets the Super Bowl. So, I mean, so talking about go. I mean, what you said, John, earlier is even the Bills could be a better fit than the I Jets th- for OBJ. Yeah, the Bills make a lot of sense. Like receiver too. Like that would be awesome. I mean, Gabe Davis is good. I don't think he's a receiver, though. It's not better than Odell. Yeah, for know? sure. Jack, I mean, Odell, yeah. Jack, you think there's know. any teams that he has, like, you, you think it will fit better on than the Jets? Yeah, yeah well, would you want I mean, Odell on the to, Giants? to go to the Giants? Yeah. See, if if they think Odell can be a wide receiver, one, absolutely. Um, I mean, because I think he has a talent, you know. At what level, you know, coming off an injury, hasn't played football in a year, you know, who knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, we need a receiver. If you could be wide receiver one, I'll take that. But I mean, if if he thinks it's a compliment, if he's a compliment, you know, is that is that is that the guy we need? Probably not. Especially no. especially as a head case sometimes. So let's talk about a receiver now that a lot of teams need and want. DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to get treated at Arizona. Top five teams that are listed as interested: Buffalo Bills. New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens, Las Vegas Raiders, and Atlanta Falcons. So looking at this list, I'm going to rule out the Raiders. I'm going to rule out the Falcons, right? It doesn't really make sense. I don't know. Falcons, why do you need Hopkins? Like, yeah. you're going to, you know, waste draft picks and that kind of money on a guy. Like, you're not in a win-down mode. You, know, you, have nothing, you have nothing to do. They don't, they they don't, they don't even yeah. need hits, so. No, they don't. Yeah, you got Drake London. Focus on him, right? Mm-hmm. The Raiders. Why? You have Devontae you just signed Jacoby Myers. Yeah. You don't need Hopkins. You know what I mean? He's not going to be. He's, he's not going to want to go there. The Ravens. I think that's the spot. If he can go there, I think that makes Lamar Jackson and the Ravens front office those contract talks a lot easier. Yeah. You know, like we just got this guy for you. Let's go. Let's go win a division. You know into the playoffs and see what happens. Patriots make a lot of sense just because, I don't know, they need they need a receiver bad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then the Bills, be, that would be a fun team to watch. be interesting. Yeah. But, Josh Allen, Hopkins, Davis, yeah. that would be, be a crazy combo. And a lot of and this Davis. just depends. Yeah, it would be crazy. And a lot of this is just like Hopkins. Like, what does he want? What kind of role does he want? Does he want to be the guy mm-hmm. Does he want to go to a really good team and, you know, win a Super Bowl like Buffalo? Or does he want to be the guy in New England? Or does he want to be the guy in Baltimore and kind of have that both? But interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Baltimore is the best fit because, you know, yeah. Lamar Jackson, I think, would for sure want to stay. If, if they can get a solid number one guy for him, because right now it's Rashad Bateman, I think. And they don't have anything for him over there. And he's so. trying to leave. Like they said the other day on Twitter, he wants to leave now. So... I think they mm-hmm. have to try to make peace with them and D Hop is sitting there on a platter for them to trade for. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for sure. Ravens, Ravens have always been the receiver. It's not like always. Yeah. Always. 
I think the asking price is gonna go down till. Yeah, I think after what is that? Third, after what Elijah is that? Moore, what is it? I think I think it was a second round pick. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna go down after this Elijah Moore trade. Which yeah, probably third yeah. at least. I get third. Uh, I give I give him a third draw. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Right. Yeah. Did it for Waller. Yeah. All right, welcome to a new segment. Like we said, this is going to be the draft segment. We're going to be posting two episodes a week. Each episode, we're going to be breaking down a position group, an upcoming draft, giving you our top eight guys. Let's get started. And number eight, this might be a surprise, but I got Clayton Toon out of Houston. 6'2", he's 220, 23 years old, um, great athlete. He ran a 4'6 at the combine, which is really impressive um, for a white guy. Um, <laughs> played five years at Houston. He started the last three, so there's a ton of experience there. You know, that's a lot of teams look for that. You know, you can, to have experience like that, to play for five years and start three of them, you know, that's really attractive to teams. Um, so what are, what are his strengths? Um, he's a dual threat QB with that 40 time, like I said. He's very smart, and his experience makes up for the lack of arm talent. Um, has a good feel in the pocket and climbs to find the right platform to throw off of. Um, has good patience and is willing to work through his progressions. Um, has the production that teams like to see. If you, if you, you know, going by numbers, uh, last season with 40 touchdown passes. Um, he's a good leader um, from the coaches and the teammates. That's what they say about him. His weaknesses, though, it's definitely the arm strength. Um, when throwing deep, um, the accuracy just isn't there sometimes. Uh, he's not as quick or decisive with the football as others. He doesn't have that zip on it. And um, the pressure sometimes does rattle him, uh, messing up his reads. But he struggle, he, and he definitely struggles um, to throw on the run. He's kind of just plant my feet, let it rip from the pocket, even though he has that speed. But you can definitely, you know, like he's dual threat. You can definitely have a run game around him. So um, I think he's going to be a day three pick. Um, I think he's just going to be a good backup in, the, backup in the league. He's a true system QB, and um, I have him going to the Patriots. Just seems like a Patriots pick to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not super talented, just has experience, uh, a winner, you know, just like Patriots. Yeah. Just makes sense. Five-year five year starter, you said? Yeah, five years. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's playing a, college football. That's a right? big, big uh, Bill, Bill Belichick type type yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, a system guy. Too, a system right? guy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, makes sense. You got to measure your number eight quarterback. Number eight quarterback. Yeah. You know, they're, they're quarterbacks. They're gonna, they're gonna push up the board when they probably shouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. Day three talent probably probably day two guy. You know. Think so. If I mean if 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 you teams are putting them at eight. Oh yeah, pushed up, you know. You know, QB is a weird though, right? Because you have your three, four guys that are going the first round, right? You're probably gonna have two guys that go in the second, and then I feel like there's a drop off. I feel like I feel like then they get taken like the fifth, sixth, seventh round. I feel like that third and fourth round, they're not really looking for the QB. So I got them going day three. But okay. yeah, so at seven, uh, we got Stetson Bennett. Who's a winner? <laughs> He's Mr. Reliable for Georgia over there. And, uh, you know, I think having – he's 25 years old, so he's an older quarterback, and that does hurt in the draft. So, 
<laughs> yeah, like quarterbacks that are that old yeah. don't really get as high as high of looks as the younger quarterbacks because teams want to be able to develop them um, at an extra few years before they reach that kind of age. So I think being that old is definitely a, a downside to him, but he's smart. You know, he takes what the de- defense gives him. So that's one thing on Georgia that he was really good at was he had a good defense. He had good weapons around him. So when his team was behind or when his team was ahead, he just did what he needed to do. You know, he just kept the ball to them. And because he was 56, 56 touchdowns, 14 interceptions over the last two years, you know, that's a good touchdown to interception ratio. And, uh, but the thing about him is he's not the best arm talent. So throwing no. the ball deep, I know there's like a couple clips of him throwing it short to Ohio State, I believe. He tried to throw it deep on the run and it went like 20 yards short or something like that. So, Arm talent wise, he's not that great, but he can run. He can move around in the pocket. And that's one of the things that helped him a lot because he's only 5'11. So being able to move around in the pocket is definitely something a team in the NFL would look for. Um, and I see him as a day three talent. You know, um, I don't see him as a day one, day two, because I feel like he's more of a backup guy. I think he could end up being like a Tom Brady story. You know, he could end up a starter somewhere. <laughs> not as good as Tom that's, Brady, but he a, could end up a, a starter. Thing. That's a hot take. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be nearly as good, but I think he could end up being a team starter if the if the dominoes fall his way, and we could see how that goes. Maybe Brock Purdy, almost like you know, Mister Unreliable turns into something special. So that's Clinton too. Yeah, Brock Purdy. I mean, <laughs> if he falls to somewhere that has the weapons and stuff that he needs, he might have a shot. But yeah, I don't see him being more than a backup, most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as someone who's seen Stenson, Stenson play live. He's one of those guys where you, you, you look at him on the field and you're like, all right, this guy just does not belong on the field yeah. with, with all these guys. And yeah. you, you you watch him play and you're like, all right, he has zero of the attributes. Like nothing, it seems like nothing's going to work, but he goes out there and makes plays and wins. And yeah. am, am I gonna, if I was an NFL team, I sit here, but I want that guy on my team. Maybe. Do, do I sit there and think that's my number one quarterback? No. But, um, <laughs> We wouldn't be talking about him if he didn't go and win back-to-back national championships. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a winner. He's he fought the adversity. Wasn't even offered out of out of college. Walked on to Georgia, um, which is why he's been there for about forty-seven years. Um, feels like right. It's like as a Tennessee fan, I feel like I feel like he won't leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, he he came, busted his ass, won the job. Um, you know, it's. It's it's tough to look at those guys. Cause I thought the same thing like about someone like Jalen Hurts. I mean, I didn't see anything. Jalen Hurts is a better athlete, has definitely more attributes, but um, I didn't see him being a successful NFL quarterback when he transferred from Bama, and um, he even proved a lot of people wrong. And I think Ben said he could definitely, you know, flow along like go along the yeah. path, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like these last two years, like Stetson and Clayton, it's like. These guys are not the most talented. They don't have the you know the arm talent, but it's like they're veteran guys, kind of mm-hmm. right because okay. all the experience they have, and they just like they just get it done. They get the job done. So that's attractive to teams for a backup QB, right? Yeah. I mean, look at all the backup QBs across the league. I mean, no, no talent, the old guys, and it's just like they get the job done, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, at number six though, we do have a talented guy. Um, I got Jaron Hall. BYU. Um, he's six foot, a little undersized. He's 207 um, pounds, and he's 24 years old, so he's like an older guy. Kind of like Stetson. He's all these guys um, are old. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, in the two years he, he played, he combined for 11 interceptions and winning records in both those years. Um, the arm talent is awesome. Debatably, in my opinion. I mean, well, it might be the best arm talent in the draft. Uh, he can sling it. He can sling it. Pin that one. Pin it. <laughs> pin it. Um, really good athlete. He even played baseball at BYU. Um, so he's got that fast, fast release. Uh, mobility is great. And he de- he's definitely a dual threat QB. He takes care of the football. Like I said, only throwing 11, 11 interceptions in his college career. Um, goes through progressions very well. Um, he takes the check down if his first two reads aren't there. And uh, he's patient, um, you know, when looking for the, you know, when looking for the coverage, he lets, you know, the coverage open up and then attacks it, pushes the ball down the field. Um, the weaknesses, though, I mean, you know, the height. The height is a big thing because, you know, see over the line, make those throws. Um, he played at BYU, too. Level of competition, that's going to, you know, that's a big jump. Yeah. Um, He's not the best in the pocket. He's a slow climber, and he sails the ball way over guys' heads when he's getting pressured just because of his size. Um, he's more effective when he's on the move. And, uh, you know, his age hurts him, too, when teams are looking at him, too, right? But, again, teams might be looking at this guy saying, hey, this is our backup, you know, not the franchise guy. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, another, like, day three guy wouldn't surprise me if he went late day two. Um, reminds me of Kyler Murray with the size and the baseball background. And, uh, yeah. What was his, what was his 40 time? He didn't run. He didn't run. I mean, if I had to guess, if I had to guess though, he's like, he can move. He's, he's like a four or five, four, six. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, he can move. I mean, I think, I think NFL teams fall in love with attributes. Um, yeah. Arm and yeah, I the think combine's a big thing, even though I don't think it should have been, it is. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean. No, I know. And NFL teams fall in love with attributes. You know, this is, this is, this is one of those guys, you know, the way drafts have been in the past. I don't know. The NFL game is becoming a lot more like the college football game as they're adapting um, concepts and making almost the game easier for these type of guys. And he's one of those guys that fits that role where, like, teams are like, okay, we, if we simplify the game as much as possible, use his athleticism, his traits to our advantage. You know, what takes one team to, to fall in love with that? You know, you never know. Like, one of those guys that sneaks in a you know, second, maybe late first round. Think so? I, think I mean, second, with, second, with attributes, second with attributes. Day. It's true. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like, know. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. You know, I like him a lot. I know, I know. We're going to talk about Hayden Hooker soon. Um, he's one of those guys. He, he's hurt towards ACL. You know, he's not, he's probably not playing year one. Um, who knows? So. Get a healthy guy. Team falls in love with that. You know, feels feels like they can work with it. I mean, look at look at a guy like Jordan Love. You know, going in going into it, we didn't think Jordan Love was going to be a first round pick. Yeah, right. And and then it's you true. know he climbed throughout the, throughout that draft process. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, he hasn't played yet, but yeah, we'll see. He's going to light it up. Yeah, and <laughs> Pro Bowl first year. Yeah. I'm sure he is. Tell you. I'm sure he is, John. Yeah. And another thing with Jaron Hall, um, you know, personality sells a lot of NFL teams as well. Like last year we had Malik Willis, who I think he gave clothes to someone like outside that was homeless outside of the combine. And that boosted him up the draft boards almost instantly, which is something weird to see, but it it did happen. And then Jaron Hall also has like a random story that's like that, but teams could look at it and say, oh, that's interesting. So 
I think it was 2016, 2017. He was a missionary. He's going door to door with his with his buddy, you know, coworker, whatever. And some lady like screams out help. She's getting robbed. Jaron Hall happens to just run after the dude, tries to track him down. I think they get in their car, follow him. And he ends up, that same dude ends up going to the, his backyard or something like that. And they call the cops. They get the guy arrested, but it shows that Jaron Hall wants to help other people, you know, and I think teams see that, see the personality, and, and that's a big benefit for, it's a random story, but NFL teams yeah. do see personalities, and I think we can relate that to draft day when the guy, his no one went to his birthday party, and he fell down the draft boards. So, you know, whether or not that's relevant to this, who knows, but it is, uh, hey. it's interesting. Hey, that story sounds, he sounds like a Green Bay Packer in my book. So. <laughs> hey. Being likable is a skill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and yeah. it's an important one, especially as a quarterback. You're supposed to be a leader of your team, a leader of that locker room. Um, but, I mean, teams got to think he's the guy. So, we'll see. Yeah, so at number five, like Jack said, he's coming up soon. So, here he is, uh, Hendon Hooker. You know, and the reason my guy. My guy. I have him at five is only because of his injury. You know, I think he'd be maybe top three I, if he wasn't hurt. I think, I think without the injury – I think, yeah, he's going to pass the next guy on the list. I mean, he would pass the next yeah, guy on the list. Definitely. For sure, okay. for sure. And he's hurt. Um, I think he'll be healthy within the midseason. I want to say he'll be healthy before midseason. That's what he's estimated to at least. Um, but another thing is his, his, his age. He's 25 as well. So like the other guys we've mentioned so far, he is older. Um, he transferred from Virginia Tech to Tennessee, where Jack's at right now. So he's Jack's boy. Um but, uh, you know, I think he's going to be the steal of the draft. I really do. I think whatever team lands him in the second round pick is going to get a steal. Um, I think he has a better likelihood of panning out than both Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. And I think it's because his talent, he's intelligent, and he has all of the intangibles to succeed. He's 6'4", 218. He's fast, but not relatively fast, but he knows how to run. Yep. Um, he can get out of the pocket. He was 58, 58 touchdowns and five picks over the last two seasons, 27 touchdowns and two picks in the last season. He was a Heisman favorite before he got hurt. So I think teams were ready to draft this guy unless he got hurt, you know, and, and he ended up getting hurt, which kind of sucks for him. But, you know, I really do see him landing in the NFL, waiting a year, maybe, maybe two, and then being a starter and balling out for whatever team he lands on. So I have him going round two. Um, maybe round three, early round three. And I have him going to Washington um, or a team like Washington that has a quarterback kind of, but not a set in stone quarterback that could use a guy that, hey, he comes in the league, maybe balls out in the post or preseason and takes over their spot. So I could see him being an early, early to late day two pick. Yeah. Um, Hooker's my guy, you know, balled out this year. Um, and honestly, from what I've heard, I mean, I personally met him once briefly, but you know, not not <laughs> once. Was met him once. Experience like, yeah, I met him once. The, you know, it, we got to hear the story. Oh, it, it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. It was more of like, "What's up?" And we talked for about seven seconds. But um, no, it, see, from people I've talked to, people around campus, people that personally know, um, he's one of those guys that ev- everyone loves him. He's one of those guys like. When he was after he tore his ACL, he was at every practice, every film meeting, you know, whenever he could be with crutches, you know, supporting his guy, like Joe Milton's Joe Milton, who he took the starting job from last year, um, is going to be our quarterback next year. 
uh, when Joe Milton had to take, take over for him for the for the Clemson Bowl game and for the last game against Vanderbilt this year, um, Hooker was there, you know, by his side the entire time. You know, they're they're known to be best friends, roommates, and everything. So, um, I think Hooker's just really he's, he's a team guy, great leader. You know, he's one who led Tennessee from to a to a Orange Bowl victory to a almost college football playoff. If we didn't, you know, uh, choke against South Carolina. Um, but there's also the fact that, like, I, see, he's got every attribute you want. He's a winner. Um, he came in here, an uncomfortable situation, came and won. Um, and when he, when you compare him, when he played against a guy like Levis, when you put, when he played against a guy like Richardson, he was the better quarterback in the field. Um, but then you gotta put, gotta take the fact, you know, Josh Heupel, our quarter, our coach is, I think is a great coach. And I question how much of, Hooker's success was from the system versus Hooker doing himself, and that's that's that, that's literally my only drawback is how much of a system quarterback um, Hooker was as a result of Heupel's, um very intelligent offense, what I can say. But I'm a fan. It's be interesting to see where he goes. Mm-hmm. All right, this next guy is like the biggest like eh, kind of guy to me, like so so. I don't know, Will Levis. Yeah. From Kentucky, 6'4", 229, 23 years old. First two years at Penn State before transferring to Kentucky. Numbers aren't too great. 23 picks in the last two years played. Uh, but he's got a really good arm, uh, really good arm talent. He's got some good touch on the ball. Um, can make a lot of throws off platform. Um, his offering, So the Kentucky offensive coordinator in 2021 was Liam Cohen. And he came from the Rams. So they ran a lot of play action, a lot of bootleg. So, you know, he's good on the run and he ran an NFL offense. So that's attractive to a lot of teams. Um, big build. So we can take those hits and he's not afraid to put his body on the line when, you know, especially like, you know, by the goal line. Um, tough kid and he's a good athlete. Um, he's coming off a really poor season though with only 19 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Um, bad production. No team really wants to see that. Um, he's careless with the football a lot of times, and he forces a lot of throws. His footwork sloppy at times, and uh, he doesn't have a good feel for uh, pressure in the pocket. Overall, his technique and mechanics compared to the other tough guys are just it's not in the same league. Um, I think he's going to fall. I don't see him going in the top ten. I see him going in the mid-teens, maybe early 20s, mm-hmm. um, just because when you look at the draft order, kind of, it's like, okay, one and two, I think everyone knows it's going to be Young and Stroud, right? Yeah. Maybe Richardson, but, and then I think for the Colts, I think it's be Richardson. And then you look at the teams and it's like, you know, you got the... um the Seahawks, the Lions, the Raiders, and the Falcons are that top 10 that's still kind of QB needy teams. But I'm just like, with all the other players that are going to be on the board, just like the value, I just feel like the Seahawks, like, they're a playoff team. Is he? Right? Geno, Geno Smith, go at another defensive player, right? What? What's up? Is he Is he a first-round pick in your mind? I Is he a first-round talent in your mind? Not will he be a first-round pick. Is he a first-round talent in your mind? Yeah, yeah. You think so? Well, you know what? I think the potential, the ceiling's high. The ceiling's high. I think sure. he's a big boomer. He's a bo- big boomer bus guy. Yeah, he I'm, really is. See, I, well, 
I think he had a lot of a lot of hype going into the year, right? Yeah, um, people were saying like this guy could be the number one pick, mm-hmm. and you know if he has a really good year because he has all the attributes and everything. And to go watch what he did this year was it, it was Terrible. it wasn't just a little; it was a major disappointment. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, what when I when I watch him come, you know, when I, I went to the game, I watched him come to kneeling. The dude dude didn't look like he belonged in the field, and that's that's concerning. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, like this guy this guy's supposed to be. You know, that's supposed to be a first round pick. A first round pick, you know, you should be yeah. like, all right, you're making plays and everything. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So you don't, you don't think he's the first round talent? He's a no, day two guy. Absolutely 100%. not. I mean, I would take, like, I would take an injured hooker over, over Will Levis any day of the week, any day of the week, personally. Yeah. But, um, but- you know, I think that there's, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely positive traits to him, sure. Um, mm-hmm. but, it's all about what teams think they can do with those traits versus, versus, you know, what kind of guy he really is. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely a guy you get and develop. He's not going to be a superstar right away like some of these other QBs we think. And, you know, I think he's going to slide down draft boards. I don't think he goes in the top 10. Um, I could see him going to the Titans maybe at 11, right? They're rebuilding. Go get a QB, right? He falls to you if they have my- – the thing is, the top 10 too, I don't think like the top 10 teams, right, like – you get when you get past four when the Colts take a QB, when it's like Seahawks, Lions, Raiders, Falcons. It's like, do you think any of those teams are really in love with Will Levis when he's Seahawks on the board? Not. Probably not. Especially because no. a, a lot of them like, are no. a lot of them, you know, are a few pieces away from being good team. Exactly. Like this yeah, year, they, and it's like they can compete. And I and I think Atlanta wants to see what they have in Desmond Ritter, right? The Raiders. I mean, say what you want, Jimmy G's decent, and honestly, when he you look at that division, now. I think they could. I think they could. I think they can go second in the division. And I say that because the Broncos, you know, the Broncos, who knows? That's a mess over there, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe Champagne turns it around. Over the Chargers? The char- He'll turn it around. Char- He'll turn it around. Listen, listen, listen. The Chargers, every single year, it feels like the past like two, three years, right? It's like we come in with high expectations for these Chargers and they come out flat every year. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. They do. So it's just like, and you give the and you get Devontae, you got Jacobs around the ball, you get you know Jacoby Myers. I feel like Jimmy G's decent. If he has weapons around him, a run game, which is what he what he's gonna have in Las Vegas, I think they can make it happen. So I think Levers falls mid, maybe early twenties, commanders, Patriots, Vikings, Titans, maybe Buccaneers. See, so like what I think. if 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 I'm the if I'm the commanders, I'm sitting there well, I got Sam Howell as my quarterback right now, probably. Why not? Like, I mean, right? no, nah, but like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, is is he actually an upgrade over Sam Howell? So Sam Howell was a good college quarterback. You know, you sit there, and you're like, I think yeah. Sam Howell is their yeah. guy. Over, so, over, so over give him a yeah, chance. So, I mean, let me let me ask you this though: If you're the Vikings, do you take him? I don't think As what with, why? with, with Kirk, Kirk? I mean, I think Kirk Cousins yeah, is a better I, quarterback. But like, I said, like, yeah, I know, but I, what's the What's the future with Kirk Cousins? It feels like Minnesota has been wanting to get rid with Kirk Cousins, get rid of him for a long time, yeah. and they just haven't because they haven't had the draft position. So let's say a top guy, a top guy, if, quotes, if they think he's picture top marks, guy, yeah. right, falls to them, would they take him? Like, think about you know what I mean. It's just like yeah, but like I don't know. If I'm the Vikings, I got, I got Cousins for 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 the next couple of years if I want him, right? Like, why not take a guy like Hooker over over that? Like that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. if, if, if you're going to do that. If he's on the board like that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, Levis is, a, you know, I mean, the talent, the talent's there. It's just, he's just, 
you know, he's got to put it together. He's got to, he's got to develop more, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I, know. I, mean I, think, I mean, I think, I think Hooker is a more NFL ready QB. For sure. But I, but Levis, he might have a high, higher ceiling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, there's, there's definitely the traits. I don't know. I, lo- I mean, I look for at, some reason, yeah. for some reason, Will Levis kind of reminds me of Jordan Love. Is, I don't know why. Is that a is, is that a positive or a negative? Like I don't, I don't know where we're going with this. I don't like kind of <laughs> just like the process. Who, who is Jordan Love? Like he like hasn't even played. We're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, but like no, I'm just talking about as, as like a draft prospect. Like kind of like shaky. Like yeah, he's got high ceiling, but he's gonna clean up a lot of crap. Like it's like you know what I mean. I think I don't know. I think I kind of see it. I think Jordan Love's a better a better prospect. I think Jordan Love's definitely got more 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 well, physical yeah. talent. I mean, like, yeah, but the same, the same thing with Jordan Love, though. Jordan Love, Jordan Love came into, like, the year before, he was, like, he was going to be a top 10 pick. And then the season, yeah. right before he entered the draft, he had a down year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like Will Levis. So it's like, I don't know. And I think they both have that talent, but it's, they got to clean up a lot of stuff. So I don't know. But yeah. I, I kind of compare them. No, I mean, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think the thing is, like, you look at, like, we talked about before a little bit, like, with Hurts, his, his it factor. Like, Hurts has that it factor. And Benson, yeah. just Benson, Benson Bennett has that it factor. Um, yeah. That, that's something you can't teach. And I don't think yeah. Russ has it. And I think that's, I, I think that's No, I don't think he does either. You yeah. know? Yeah, definitely. Look, if I'm the GM, I'm not drafting him. But, yeah, I think know, he's got I'm just, I'm just saying, I, th- I think, yeah. But I think he's going to fall, and those teams make sense to me. Like, Tampa, Tampa kind of, Tampa makes sense. Yeah, they I know got Baker right Baker, now. They, but, they need something. Yeah, but Baker's just, you know, he's he's not a. Tampa's he's not doing bad. anything down there. Tampa's no. an inter- interesting situation. Yeah. yeah, they're going downhill. Thank mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at number three, we got Mr. Boomer Bust, even bigger than Will Levis, Anthony yeah. Richardson. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, combine, a combine star this year. Um, we've had him Freak. in the past. He came out to the combine, did insane. Went. Four, four, three, 40, four, four. 40 inch vert, 10, nine broad jump. He's six, four, two, 44 running that speed. That is nuts. But the whole That's thing nice. is with him. It's just all raw talent. He can throw the ball deep. He has speed. He, he can throw the ball really hard into tight spots. But the whole thing is he's nothing's been proven in stats for him. Last year was 53% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, passing nine interceptions. That's not very good for a starting quarterback to come into the NFL and instantly get picked like that in the top three just because of no just because of his size, you know, just because of his speed and everything like that. So I think his intangibles are overshadowing overshadowing his flaws, and I think it's going to really destroy some team that picks him in the top five. Um, I think he's going to be a bust unless he gets good coaching, and I think if he's forced to start within his first year, like if he doesn't have time to develop. With a year under a good coach, I think he's gonna. It's gonna hurt him more than it does benefit him. Um, so I think so, he needs to go to a team where he had they have a starter, and that he'll be a starter next year, the year after that. So what team do you think that is? Like, because I'm just thinking, like, all right, that's not the Colts. Is it the Seahawks? Is it the Raiders? I think it's I think he's gonna Falcons. go to the Colts, but I think it's gonna. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be you good. D- for you them. don't think it's gonna work out? Yeah, I think I think he'll end up either on the Colts. Or possibly the Panthers. There's been talks that like, oh, they're enam- enamored with the Panthers. I think it would be dumb. But I really see him on the Raiders or the Colts. I think the Raiders are a perfect spot for him because he could develop under Jimmy G and have a couple years to, you know, the Seahawks settle in. Do. 
and the Seahawks as well with Gino there. Like Gino's a good mentor. He's he's really experienced, and they'll have he weapons said, for he him. Said he, yeah, Gino said he was open to it. I mean, he knows that there's a possibility that Seattle yeah. drafts a QB after that extension he just signed. So interesting. Do you guys sit there and, and, and look at Richardson? You're like, he's a he's a quarterback, or he's a big dude who can move really well and you know just make plays. Yeah, that's you know, like. Like look at look at look at Jalen Hurts though. I mean, you look at yeah, Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Hurts you know, and the college experience though. and the college success. He did, he did. Hurts, Hurts had a yeah. hell of a lot more success than than uh, Richardson. When mm-hmm. when I mean, I know this is just it feels like a reoccurring thing. But when when Florida came and played Tennessee this year, watch watch this guy in person. He makes some plays. You're like, holy crap! You're like, yeah, like yeah. that, like that dude's a dude. And then he makes yeah. some plays. You're like, dude, this dude does not belong to play. Doesn't belong in Division One college football. So, yeah. like, I, I see, I, I personally see a, a, I see a lot of similarities in him and like a guy like Dwayne Haskins when, when mm-hmm. the, when the um, skin tra- or the other Redskins drafted him. Um, but Haskins was a Haskins wasn't the same athlete as he was, and he had a lot more production. So, like, those are the only two differences. But like Haskins is the same guy that when he makes some plays, you'd be like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. like this, like this, like this guy's good. And then, yeah. he, and then he'd make some plays where you're like, it's confusing. So um, he's he's another one of those guys. Like, is I think that the the people are so enamored by the combine numbers, enamored by the size, the speed, all the attributes, yeah. which you know worked out for a guy like Josh Allen. And you look at like yeah. got the arm strength, you know, like worked out for a guy, a guy mm-hmm. like, but like. Yeah, like Richardson, he almost didn't even win the job at Florida. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 a it's a tricky situation. Yeah, I'm honestly even confused. He came out early for this year to go to the draft. Like he was on, he was a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. I think he redshirted Red freshman, shirt. freshman, mm-hmm. sophomore, and he just jumped into the the draft. You know, I think it's, I don't know if it's the best move for him. I think he could have proved himself another year in college, but the combine, you know, turned it around for him. So, yeah, we'll I mean, I think for him, like Florida's. Florida's Loki, uh, it's 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 Inca puts as a, as a school as a, as a college football pro, pro program. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I think in his mind he's like, hey, like I don't want to risk hurting my draft stock when I have these abilities, these traits that I know teams will one teams will fall in love with that for sure. Um, yeah. So it just depends who it is and uh, whatever whatever offense he's going to go to because I think it's a yeah. it's a very interesting uh, combination. You put those two guys together, John. Where do you think he's going to land? I think he's going to go to the Colts. I mean, I think he goes to, in the top ten, right? I mean, do you see? Do you see him slipping out of the top ten? Jack, what do you think? Top ten? Top? Is he, do I think he's? Do I think he will be or should be? Will will, be. will. Um. No. Yeah. A, a team. A team, a team will trade either trade up for him in the top ten. That's that's what I think is going to happen. Um. <laughs> But do I think? But like, I don't think he's a top ten pick, honestly. No, I think he's a. I think, no, I, I don't think, think he, he should is be. Either. He was he was late first round before the combine. Be 10, yep, which because you know crazy. what? I mean, yeah, it's so tough as a GM too, right? I mean, because you know if that hits, if that draft pick hits, it's it's like, a lottery. It's a lottery sure, pick. That's it what hits, it is. It's Josh Allen. It's so tough, it, right? You got Josh that, Allen. That, yeah. I don't know. So. It's um. Do you? As, as a Packers fan, you, you you go there and be like, "Hey, like I'd rather have him over Jordan Love." Hell no, Jordan Love, baby. No, but like honestly, like would you rather would you rather no, draft no. the guy than sit behind Jordan Love? Like, I don't know. Like I no. feel like that's just, 
Pick would be another type of guy like Jordan loves, like where it's like nothing's really put together when, he, when he's coming out of college. Yeah, so yeah, it depends where this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it depends where he gets drafted, right? I mean, Jordan Love wasn't a guy that was going to come in and play right away, you know. Yeah, three three years on the bench, learn the scheme system. Well, he also had Aaron Rodgers ahead of him too, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's learning from the best, but if he goes, if Anthony Richardson goes to the Colts or somewhere like that, where he has no one, it's not going to go well. It could be a mess. No, but I mean, I think if he's a top ten pick, he's probably starting right away. Yeah, and I think he'll screw someone. But I mean, if it's the Raiders or Seahawks, though, sure, right? Yeah, I think the Raiders are the best fit, personally. I mean, Jimmy G. I mean, see, like maybe the Raiders, like I'm not drafting a quarterback. I don't. Think, I know that's. I think the they thing. might not. Yeah, like you know? a lot of these teams, though, like you think, like need a QB. Like, do they though? I think they're good teams who, and there's a lot. There's gonna be a lot of good talent defensively. There's gonna be good cornerbacks. You know, yeah. variable. You know, variable, and like offensive lines. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. there's a bunch of there's a bunch of big uh, D line edge guys in, in the in that range. Exactly. Too, so. Yeah. Yeah. So at number two, we got Bryce Young, who's. The big talk is his size. Number two. His size is everything right now for teams thinking about drafting him. He's five foot ten, at least on paper, he's five foot ten, two oh four. But you see him in person, in pictures, he doesn't look that big. So I think it's a whole Kyler Murray situation size wise, but his talent is more than Kyler Murray. He's through seventy nine touchdowns, twelve picks over the last two years, with seven touchdowns rushing over the last two years. And I think He's going to go to Houston. I'll just put it out there right now. I think he's going to revive Houston single-handedly. I mean, I think they're going to make other moves, but he's going to revive Houston. I think he's got a, got a comparison like Drew Brees size-wise. Everyone under undervalued him. You know, everyone was like, oh, he's not going to be in because of size. But <laughs> Drew Brees proved them wrong, and I think Bryce Young will too because he's already smart. Bill O'Brien said he, he's almost as smart as Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is the GOAT. Not my GOAT, but he's the GOAT. So whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's your GOAT? Oh come on, come on! It's Drew Brees. Drew Brees is my goat. <laughs> not like John Aaron Rodgers. He can't. Hey man, Drew's the goat in my eyes. But you know, okay. we won't get into it. We won't get into it because that'll start hour long debate. You know, John knows. But I know. I know. Um, it's not pretty. All know. right, right now, quick, because we just we just we touched on it. Yeah. Jack, who's better, Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees? Um, career wise or talent wise? Because talent wise is Aaron Rodgers, but like, All right, both wise, yeah. But career, go career. Overall career, I mean, I think, I think, I think it probably goes to Rodgers too. Um, yeah, ended there, ended there. Yeah, I know. Rodgers, Rodgers. All right, it's, go back to Breeze. Yeah, you wouldn't end there, <laughs> Sean. No, no. I love Breeze. I love Breeze, but um, Breeze is awesome. I think. I think. I mean, you make the debate. Aaron Rodgers is the, is the most talented quarterback of all time. You can't argue with the four-time MVP, right? No. Breeze has got none? I mean, Breeze should have at least on one, maybe two. But we're, yeah, we won't should've. get into it. We'll save it for another podcast. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Aaron Rodgers You know, he literally had better stats than the MVP, like in every category one year. But, you know, it's a it's a, it's a a popularity prize, but we won't get into it. Yeah, because the public really loves Aaron Rodgers. The yeah. NFL. That's it. The NFL voters. Yeah, they do. But well, If you're not a Packer fan or a Jets fan, you hate Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about NFL voters, man. I'm not talking about the normal <laughs> normal people. That's same people. No, uh, it is, same people. no, it is not. All right, go, go to Bryce. All right, Bryce. Let's talk about Bryce. Yeah. Let's talk Anyways, about Bryce. Back to Bryce. You know, he's has every pro in passing wise. He's smart. 
He makes the good throws, but his only con is he tries to make plays that are too big for him. You know, like too much. Patrick Mahomes style plays, you know, like he tries scrambling, finding a guy across his body, you know, throw into him, but, and that ends up in a pick. And that's what NFL teams want to see him not do. So if he can cut down on those sort of plays, I think he's going to be a great quarterback for Houston. I, I think he's going to go to Houston. I think it's going to happen. So we'll see. All right. Um, Bryce Young will be the number one pick in the draft. No. And I think that he's significantly better than your number one guy. Really? Yes. He gets hit once, though. And he's That's dead. crazy. No, it, it's, That's it, such it, a it's not. It's not. That much better. He's not that much better. Yes, he is. No, he's not. One guy. He's again, a whole, we're going to One guy's a football player. One guy's got the it factor. One guy doesn't. Your number one guy does not. He shrinks in big moments. Bryce Young steps up to the plate. He does I, not shrink in big moments. CJ Stroud? Yes. Against Georgia this year in the he playoffs? Balled, he balled out. I think he played a pretty, he played pretty good game against best, one of the best defenses of all time. Yes. Late in the game. Yes. In college football. yes. But he played great. But you look at the games leading up to that. You look at the games where Ohio State, with a, with a, with a number one quarterback in the draft, the best quarterback that should be in football, they didn't look good. Like they should have lost two or three straight games, but they had enough talent where their defense made plays. They should have lost to Penn State, but they won. And CJ Stroud did not look good. But we'll get into CJ Stroud in a little bit. Bryce Young, you sit there and you say he's, t- he's five foot ten. You say this, you say that. It matters. Sure it does. Sure it does. But when I watch Bryce Young again, we'll go back. We'll, we'll talk about the Alabama Alabama Tennessee game this year. We will. Let's do it. And Let's I watch it. I watch Hedden Hooker and Bryce Young battle. Like that was that was debatably one of the greatest college football games of all time. And yeah. you regular season speaking. And you <laughs> and you sit there and like, I, you watch Bryce Young make certain plays where you look like he like he's one of those guys, you know, he looks like a child in the field, which is what people don't like, and I understand that. But the dude makes plays. And he's got, it's not like he's lacking any sort of talent. He's still got the arm talent. You know, he's, he reads the defense fantastically. Like, he is one of those things. He has, he has, the, he has the football IQ that you can't teach. And, um, like, like you said before, he makes, he makes certain plays that you probably shouldn't make. But, like, I'd rather it be that way than the other way around, where he, he's afraid, he's hesitant to do things. And, Maybe also got to take into account like he's playing at football Alabama. Like he's he's in a position where he knows he can take certain risks that a lot of other quarterbacks can't. Um, but if you're telling me like I'm I'm gonna choose a quarterback for a game winning drive out of this class, I'm I'm t- I'm taking Bryce Young. I'm I'm t- I'm taking the Heisman winner. I'm taking the guy that you know. Yeah. He, I'm sitting there like he's a, he's the number one pick in my mind, and mm-hmm. I will be very surprised if he ends up in a in a system anywhere. I mean, like NFL games turning into the college game. If he, if he ends up, if he ends up being a bust, I, I'd be shocked. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a bust. I don't. I think he'll be good. He's yeah. going to be good. And I, I mean, I just, I don't know. The size is a big concern. The size. And I, and, and you, and, but you don't say, you only, you know, you say that because, uh, Oh, he, you know, can't see all over the offensive line. The pressure, you know, you say that, but like it's a different game. GMs and organizations look at that too as like a health concern. Like yeah, you see, get Tua getting t- tossed and crushed. stuff. Like this dude's five ten, he's under two hundred pounds, and these three hundred pound guys are coming like 
running full speed, tackling, slamming him. Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm bigger than him. I'm 5'11", 195 pounds. Yeah, no, I know, but see, another, it's con- another, it's concerning. Another, another thing I like to look at is when you when you have a guy like Nick Saban as your coach, you know, the greatest college football mm-hmm. coach in my opinion of all time, and he's a guy very hesitant to go out there and give really give compliments that, that really show character. And the way he talks about Bryce Young is different than I've ever seen him talk about another quarterback. And mm-hmm. you see the guy like when you when you have a guy like Nick Saban saying those things about you, like take him off the field. Like you know, he says Bryce Young's one of the most is the most talented quarterback he's ever had. Like over to uh, over all that, but you sit mm-hmm. there and you see like the way you know, his preparation, like the, the way the way the work he puts in behind it, you can see on the field. And I feel like yeah. those type of guys are guys you don't you don't bet against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to disrespect him with the size thing. I don't really, yeah, you know, I mean, to me, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying this is what I think a GM is seeing and looking at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He should be I the mean, number one pick. Like you said, yeah. I, think, I he, think he should, and, and like, but CJ Stroud yeah. is going to be number one. And he's I got mean. the it factor and everything, and he makes some crazy plays. Hopefully that translates to the NFL because, you know, it's just a different game. Yeah. Different. I mean, hopefully it's going to be fun to watch, but yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for the kid. I don't, I don't know. CJ Stroud to me is just, Good he's the it. guy. Let me hear it. He's the guy. All right, so number one, if you guys didn't know, CJ Stroud, this guy from Ohio State, um, 6'3", 200 pounds, 21 years old. It's pretty attractive for, you know, GMs, go get your franchise QB at 21 years old, 19 years. Yeah, versus 25, right? you know, versus all the other guys. <laughs> um. Heisman Trophy runner-up two years in a row. Two. And his two, two years of playing, his two years of playing, he threw for over 40-plus touchdowns in both years with only six interceptions. That's production right there. And that's called – and he does not turn the football over, right? Um, he's very calm in the pocket. He goes through his progressions really nicely. Um, if the first read isn't there, he doesn't start buzzing his feet. He doesn't get antsy. He's calm in the pocket. Um, the ball placement is unbelievable. You watch your game, he throws 40 times. I think 37, 38 of those passes are just right on the money. Um, that being said, I know we, you know, it's Ohio State and they have a bunch of good receivers and they're running past guys. But when he throws that ball, those receivers don't break stride. You know, it's still on the money and, you know, which leads to a lot of big plays and a lot of touchdowns. Um, you know, six three, good size, stay in the pocket, throw over defenders. And uh, you know, I guess the weakness is mobility. Yeah. I that's a huge question. I think he showed enough mobility the Georgia against game, Georgia in the playoffs. Mobile, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean he showed some flashes, you know, that he can move. And the thing about scrambling and stuff like this is like it's just about getting something out of nothing, right? Like, he's not going to make a joke and go 40 yards to the house, but, like, that's not him at all. But, like, if a play breaks down and he gets flushed out of the pocket, he'll go get you five, six yards. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's capable of doing that. He did that against Georgia, one of the best college defenses of all time. Bunch of first-rounders on that defense, right? And, I mean, yeah. I mean, I like him a lot. I think I think he's a stud, and... uh you know, he sometimes needs to make better decisions. Sometimes he doesn't 
He doesn't scan the full field well. Like he can go through his two progressions on one side of the field, but once it goes to the other side, do that full field read, he kind of struggles with. He doesn't always see that backside safety mm-hmm. that that picks him off. Which was if you go back and watch the tape, Michigan, like, Michigan. Like, six, like six of his picks, like that's like four of them right there. Mm-hmm. Like just right, scan the field. But, you know, and, you know, just, of course, like every QB, you know, sometimes under pressure, you know, he doesn't, you know, sucks. But um, but that's just going to come with, like, those two things, though, that just comes with experience, right? Experience, yeah. I mean, you're going to get better at that, right? So, I mean, I think he's going number one overall to Carolina. Carolina had 14 reps at his pro day yesterday. We're filming this on uh, Thursday. Uh, so Wednesday, yesterday was his pro day. 14 reps. We're, at the, we're, we're there looking at him from Carolina. Um, so, I mean... Former NFL QB and now Panthers coach Josh McCown said the CJ after the workout when they're like joking around like, oh, let's go play some horse or whatever. Maybe when you live in Charlotte, we'll find a court. Done deal. CJ Stroud to Carolina, number one overall. Yeah. Best, Q, best QB in the draft. All right. I don't, I don't know if he's the best. I think Bryce Young might be better talent-wise, but CJ is going oh. number one. Oh, okay. See, going going into the year, I, was, I, I sat here and I was like, if you were to tell me, if you were to ask me what quarterbacks to win the Heisman, I would have said CJ Stroud. Like I, th- I thought, I thought Stroud, debatably, was a better quarterback than Bryce Bryce Young was last year, mm-hmm. um, when when Bryce Young won the Heisman. Um, but I look at a guy that who, with an offense of like Ohio State, where he had the best offensive line in football, he had the best receivers in football in college football, and. There was just so many times where I'm like, I sat there and I was like, he could be doing so much more than he actually is. Like, you look at the Michigan game, like, the dude didn't come to play. And that's, and don't get me wrong, he's a quarterback. He's very good. He's very talented. And I think he's easily, I think this is a great debate for top two guys, you know? Um, but I look at the guy, I'm like, he's, there's something there that, that maybe I, I'd be wrong to say he doesn't have an it factor, but he's the type of guy that, um, I think that he has all the attributes, but it's just not there. To but you know what? The extent too? Bryce Young has it. But you know what? I say that too. He's twenty-one years old. He's a young guy, right? I mean, how? But how old is Bryce? How old is Bryce? Jenks, you got that? I don't know. I don't have it. I think I, I think they're the same age. They're definitely the same age. Bryce Young yeah, wasn't old. He's he's not old. He's coming out. I think he's a junior. I think yeah. he just played th- his junior year. I think they're both twenty-one. It's. I honestly think like it's up it's up to what they prefer, like size wise and kind of what they're looking for in the yeah, he's like, too. archetype, you know. But you know yeah, but he's a young guy, he's gonna figure it out. I I think he's got a I think he's got better touch than Bryce Young. But you know what? I, I don't think it's fair to say he Bryce Young's in a different tier than him. Yeah, the same tier. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah, it's I mean, it's that's a, not what, what they prefer. It's a we're, we're arguing one and two right now, right? Um, yeah. And I think these one and two guys are above everybody else for sure. Well, yeah. Um, but I think that there's that. Uh, we'll call them same same tier, but I think that there's 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 a separation between the two. Um, personally, and it's it's it just it's Bryce Young is something you can't teach. Bryce Young, Bryce Bryce Young's a football player. 
He's got the and like, look ethic. Yeah, he like he he's one of those guys where it's like I mean, how many times have I mean you guys play football? How many times did you look at guys like high school, college, whatever? And you're like that guy probably shouldn't be good. Like he just doesn't yeah. make sense. Like why is he good? But he's good, and it like, happens in all sports. And Bryce Young's just one of those guys where it's like I would not bet against him. Like, I have trouble betting against a guy that just that's gonna put, work his ass off, makes plays. Isn't afraid. he's not afraid to do? I mean, he's playing for Alabama, which I mean, obviously going to help. But he's <laughs> he's going out there and you know, big time moments. He's making big time plays. Yeah, yeah. And but you know what? You could say the same thing for CJ, right? I mean, I think I that that hold on that Georgia game, right? The postseason. I mean, that's as good as a QB could play. I mean, that was that game was so big for CJ's, like you know, for the draft, right? Yeah. I mean, that game he played. I mean. He showed a lot. Did he so, win? I mean, no. But, but the yeah. kicker. Who wins? Who wins? Bennett. Our, Bennett. Our our, <laughs> our 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 seventh ranked quarterback <laughs> right here. You know, I mean, like, I mean, you should be like, is Stroud gonna be hey, able to Bennett, run for forty yards and score touchdown? No, but you think about Bennett it, can. Georgia's defense was like insane compared to Ohio State's defense, though. For sure, but I mean, but look at. I see. I like the rivalry games. Is going into the, like going into the season, Ohio State's biggest game of their mind is Michigan towards the end of the year. You know the week after it's the week of I think it's a week or a couple the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, and you never know. Maybe they, maybe you got a bad grade on a test or something. Bad grade. Broke up with <laughs> it's back to back years, John. It's a two years he's been a starter, and he's <laughs> playing English crap in the bed both times. Maybe some like Michigan girls like catfishing him or something. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know what though? Before, but you know what? Before the Tennessee played, game, you know, we got a sense of Bennett's number, but you know, he scored touchdowns on us and was doing like this. So. He he played good, and you know, but he played good in, in a bigger moment. To be honest with you, I mean, that Georgia game is bigger, and he played awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know what? I, I mean, I like both of these guys. I hope both of them succeed in the NFL. I I just you know I think Carolina, I think they're all on CJ Stroud. You know what I mean? That's their guy. They're getting him the weapons. Um, yeah. Getting ready for him to be there. Doesn't yeah. matter though. Uh, makes up, Saints you know what? Crush him. I, yeah. And I think Bryce Young, I think the right spot, you know, Bryce Young to, to Houston is the right spot. I don't know. I just, I, I mean, that's what I think both of the front offices see. But yeah. I mean, you can't, I mean, if you put Bryce Young number one, that's fine. But, you know, I think it's I like coin flip. I like Stroud. But yeah. I think Panthers already have their sights on CJ Stroud. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, if if I'm one of those two quarterbacks, I think I'd rather go to the Panthers, though. Don't you think? I guess, I, I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like Houston is a disaster of an organization. Do you want to go live in Houston, though? Oh, no. In North in Carolina. North Carolina. Dome. Dome, though. I mean, it I don't think dome. it's – Carolina's not much of a weather difference, so it's yeah, not going to be, like, cold, but – no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the Derek led Saints now. What are, so. what are we? Yeah, what are we talking about? Carolina's got cool uniforms. Go Carolina. Right? I, I, I agree. I'm saying like I feel, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like Houston's a place to die right now. It's just like yeah, you just don't want you. No, you don't want I like I. But that's a big thing too, right? Who's their coach now? I don't. It's it's the Niners. The, so the, they couldn't turn it around with them. It's it's D'Amico a Ryan's, coach, right? But that D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. But you know what? That's another thing too. Do you think? Do you? He played, so. Yeah, he played for the Texans. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Do you think, like, Bryce Young is good with a defensive head coach? Do I think he's good? I mean, Nick Saban's a defensive well, head coach. Yeah, yeah, you know, that came out wrong. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I came out wrong. Um, yeah, but I mean, like coaching wise, like where do you think Bryce Young is a better fit? Better like, fit with him? Yeah, with with Ryan's or uh, Frank, right? Because he's right. He's over I, there yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, but, it's it's tough. I mean, I think. Um, I mean, you, you can look at the offensive coordinator even more in this situation. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, I think I think I think guys, I, I think both guys are are talented enough, young enough, have have all the potential to be successful wherever they go, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you'd ask me, I, you know, you know, I think right I think do, we've reached. We reached like you, where where we all feel, you know, like yeah. Hold on, do you think Bryce Young goes number one or no? No, I think he goes number Jack. one. Yeah, oh, you think he should? I, I, I think he definitely should. I mean, I I yeah. think the biggest issue here is he's what five foot ten. I think that's yeah, I, it's I, his height. I think I, yeah, I think it's his height thing. His, his weight is too. Yeah, sure, sure. But a lot of people, a lot of people's just that's the big one, the height, but the weight's big too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to be over two hundred pounds to play in this league. Yeah. Like you know, at QB too, when you're getting hit like that. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the only reason Kyler was like selected so high was because he was really mobile. You know, like yeah, yeah. he could run around in and circles around still. guys. But he's and not as still. mobile. He's not as mobile. No, no. So no. that that hurts him a little bit. But I think even number two, like it's still a solid pick. It's going to be one or two. Um, I don't see him falling yeah. past that. So it's a lock. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean. I sit there. I wonder to what extent, um, the, like a like an organization that the Panthers is talking to college coach, college coaches. Like, are they talking to? I mean, I'm sure they are. To you know, kind of get a feel for what these guys are like. You know, are they talking to Saban? Are they talking to, to Ryan Day at Ohio State? Really, really trying to figure out like how these guys prepare, like what these guys mm-hmm. are like. You know, because if, if if they're really at the point where they think that these guys are pretty close, neck and neck, I think um, the type of person player that they're that they're putting their their franchise. You know, they're all in on their franchise with is, is very important. Yeah, and the Panthers kind of put themselves in a weird position because they did trade up for the number one spot, so they made yeah. it seem like they knew who their guy was. So if they mess up the pick, don't screw it up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's no. I don't think they trade back down. There's rumors, no but shot. I think they stay. What like trade? Uh, and try to get more from the from. from yeah, yeah it's, the, it's not the, happening. There's a rumor that Carol, there's a rumor that um that if Carolina likes multiple. Top QBs, they're gonna trade back down. Yeah. Like, what are they gonna go to fourth with the Colts? Like, and then know, just, and then get neither. Well, what was the whole point then? They give up yeah, DJ Moore for, for your rookie QB. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, no, maybe they'll trade down. You know, maybe they'll shock the world and just take Anthony Richardson and and, and we'll sit yeah, there. That's what I'm saying. That's what and, I'm saying. And, and Anthony, Anthony Richardson will be Josh Allen. You know. All right, so let's just play. Let's. I mean, Two more minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that <laughs> happens. Let's just say that happens, right? Yeah. Like, how does it play out then with the you know Young and Stroud still on the board with Houston on the clock? Does does the Colt do the Colts trade up to the you know, like what happens with Houston? I mean, yeah, I think I, mean, I think Houston takes like, Bryce Young and then they'll trade the three maybe because the Bears and the, or who's three now? Arizona. Arizona. Arizona's gonna not take, getting quarterback. They're gonna take like Will Anderson. So he's probably gonna drop the four then, Stroud. Yeah. Unless yeah. someone trades uh, trades for him. Yeah, that, that no one's gonna trade for him. That would be interesting. It's I mean, interesting. Yeah. 
I mean, um, because because well, like we said, I think there's really three teams in the top ten that are going to take QB, and they're in the first four picks. You know what I mean? Wait, the Colts have what pick? Four. They're four. Yeah, could, a team yeah. could try to hop them. Yeah, like I mean, a, a they team could, that they could at three. Off. Yeah, I guess right. I mean, Cardinals. if CJ if CJ drops to four, right? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a team hops up and takes them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Who's who's the Colts' new coach? What's up? Who's it, who do the Colts? Who's the Colts' new coach? New coach? I have no. It's um the Colts. Yeah, uh, I don't know. No, off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that that may have you know played too. I think they get hopped. I think if CJ Stroud comes available, teams are going to call for. Card the Cardinals pick. Oh, it's the um, it's the Eagles OC. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Al- that's interesting. Alabama guy. You know, yeah, they had hurts yeah, last year. That worked out well for them. Undersized Alabama guy. You never know. Yeah, but Young's gonna go too. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Pump for the draft. It's in about like a month away. So yeah, jacked up. Yes, Jacked up. Yes, Jack Lish with us on the Jakes and the Hammer podcast. Let's go. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. That's it. We're going to wrap up. Jack, thanks for joining. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Jack. You're welcome back anytime. Um, for everyone out there, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Jenks Hammer Pod. Uh, you can listen to this um, podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If it's on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe. And uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you guys. Monday morning. Monday morning, yep. Monday morning. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that? And go, Pat, go. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.